Hello, this is Carl Mailer from the Let's Talk Sports podcast. Are you one of the many people like me who love to voice their opinions? Then, well, the Anchor app is for you. Me, myself, I love using the Anchor app because I love voicing my opinion about everything sports. If you would like to get started on your own podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash start to make your own podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the Texas Longhorns fight song. And if anyone did not see yesterday's game, and by the way, welcome to the Let's Talk Sports podcast. I'm your host, Carl Miller. We talk all things sports. My Texas Longhorns, after Baker Mayfield took to Instagram after last year's win that Oklahoma had over Texas in the Red River Showdown. There was a picture that Baker had posted on his Instagram page where he was running with, it looked like an Oklahoma Sooners football flag. And he said, it's game day. He said, he basically said to the point that it's game day. Look at the sad faces as they're heading back to the locker room. Hashtag Texas sucks. And my Texas Longhorns, ladies and gentlemen, Beat the number seven ranked, the then number seven ranked Oklahoma Sooners because it's going to change come Monday. My Texas Longhorns beat the then ranked Oklahoma Sooners, seven ranked Oklahoma Sooners, 48 to 45. And I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I did not think for one second going into the game, even leading up to the game throughout the week, that... Texas was going to put up 48 points. I was so blown away. I was watching the game. I watched the entire game. I was so blown away by the way Texas has responded to the criticism. Because if anyone remembers, the very first week of the season, for two years in a row, Texas has played a Big Ten team, the University of Maryland Terps, and lost both times. And I can remember, because they showed that Texas game against Maryland on Fox. They showed that game. And all the pregame analysts said Texas is going to win this one big. And Texas ended up losing 34-29, to even after a delay. But this game right here, and, I say, and I, I'm just so happy to be a Texas Longhorns fan. I'm not going to say that this is going to put the Longhorns back on the college football map because it seems like anytime someone has said that about Texas, when they get a big marquee match victory, 
they seem to implode the following week or so, and then the season goes downhill. But my Texas Longhorns beat Oklahoma 48-45. to Sophomore Sam Ellinger for Texas, who at the age of two said he wanted to become the next Chris Sims. He said that I'm going to play for the Texas Longhorns. And he went to his Twitter account back in 2015. He had posted a picture with both of his arms holding up the Longhorns the Longhorns celebration. He said, I am proud to commit to the University of Texas. A sophomore Sam Elliger threw 24 of 35. He threw for 313, which was way better than what he did in last year's game. For, threw for two touchdowns, no interceptions. I was very pleased with the way Texas played yesterday. And at one point in time, Texas was up 21 points. They were up 48 to 24. And something told me, and I was talking with my dad the entire time throughout that game yesterday. And he said, Oklahoma is one of those teams that will score on you quickly. And he was right. I I believed him. But he was right because Oklahoma scored 21 straight points on Texas in just seven plays. Seven plays. They went three plays, one play, three plays. And they tied the game. And it was quite funny to be honest. And I'm going to be honest. It was quite funny to see the reactions of the fans at the Cotton Bowl. And even for me, I was getting a little anxious. I was getting a little nervous. I was sitting down for most of the game. And, of course, anytime Texas scored, I was pumping my fist. But it was funny because it, it would be different if I was there in person. And I really hope one day I can get I can go to a Red River Showdown game in t- Dallas, Texas. I really, I really want to go to a game between Texas and Oklahoma at the Red River Showdown. I know the t- the tickets will probably be expensive as hell, but I want to go to a Red River Showdown game. But it, it was it was so quick, and I, and I'm giving all my props to Kyler Murray, who was a top draft pick in the uh, Major League Baseball draft. He decided I'm not going to go to play baseball. I'm going to go back to the University of Oklahoma. Because he was a two-sport athlete, he played for he played on the football team, obviously last year. But he was sitting behind Baker Mayfield, and he was he was one of the star athletes from Oklahoma's baseball team. And I remember hearing about this kid throughout the College World Series, throughout the 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 regular season for college baseball. I remember hearing about this kid. But Kyler Murray went nineteen of twenty six. He threw for three hundred and four yards, four touchdowns, and that one crucial interception. Oklahoma had two turnovers in the game. And even though Oklahoma could have come back and won the game, and really, and I'm going to be honest with you guys again, it looked like for one point in time that Oklahoma had that game won in the fourth quarter. Because Texas, yes, they did get the game-winning field goal with nine seconds remaining by a freshman kicker, Cameron Dicker. We also we also the Texas also had a freshman long snapper and a freshman holder. 
Coach Tom Herman said that after the game to undisputed Jenny Taft. She was there at the game covering. And she said, and, and, and like I said, I'm giving all my props to Kyler Murray. He is a true, talented player. True, talented player. And looking at Oklahoma's rushing, they had 31 carries for 222 yards on the ground. And Kyler Murray had 92 yards on 11 carries. And he had that one play, and this was the one play I was, I meant to mention when Oklahoma scored 21 points on just seven plays total. That one play came from Kyler Murray, and it was a designed quarterback run. And I'm gonna be honest, I think the and I think the real reason why Oklahoma lost this game, and my 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 man Gus Johnson, Gus Johnson is the best college football announcer in the game. I love Gus Johnson. I love how he presents himself. I love how he has passion for the game of college football. Someone like Gus Johnson should be used in the NFL. I think Gus Johnson would do a phenomenal job. But anyways, Joe Klatt, a former Colorado player, college football player, had mentioned, and I think all of college football had mentioned that Oklahoma's defense, and Oklahoma's defense was is the worst in college football in red zone. They give up 100% of scores to the opponents. But Oklahoma's defense, and, and I didn't really read about this stat, but I heard about it. I didn't really read about it. But I heard that Oklahoma's defense, they're, they're just getting so tired because their defense has been out on the field for a long period of time. And yesterday, it it seemed like they you could see that the just the weeks and the culminations of the past games were just catching up to them because their defense was looking so tired. They were looking, I wouldn't say they were looking flat, but they were looking they were looking pretty bad. But I, I still, you know, that that was a great game. I don't know if you guys saw, but it was a fun, it was a phenomenal game. And at early on, when when Oklahoma went down and scored on the first possession, early on, it, I honestly thought that Oklahoma was. I wouldn't say they weren't going to blow away the game because all the pregame analysts that was covering the game on Fox. They all had that game being a very close game. They all of them picked Oklahoma to win. And I will tell you guys this too. Oklahoma ended up having three turnovers in the game. Texas out outdid Oklahoma on first downs by six. But I think what will win any team, and it and really, and this is my opinion, what I would think should be have that would have any team win a football game is the time of possession. Texas had 33 minutes and 50 seconds of time of possession to Oklahoma's 26 minutes and 10 seconds. That right there, and even though Oklahoma outdid Texas by 31 yards total offense, the time of possession usually usually will win you a football game. But hats off to my Texas Longhorns. 
They beat the Oklahoma Sooners. They are proving to college football that, hey, maybe they are back. I'm not saying that Texas Longhorns football is officially back, but I have a pretty good darn sense that Texas football might just be back. They're 5-1 and one overall. It's They're on pace to win. It might seem like they're on pace to win maybe 9, 10 games because their schedule is going to get tough. They still got to play West Virginia with Heisman hopeful Will Greer. We still got to play the Oklahoma State Cowboys. They play Baylor next week. And I'm not taking anything away from anybody in conference play. Because conference play is very tough, especially in the Big 12. But right now, the way it looks, and I and, and really, in realistic chance Texas has of getting into the college football playoffs, they're going to need a lot of help. A lot of help. But I really do think this is going to hurt Oklahoma anybody really in the Big 12 of getting into the college football playoffs. And that's another thing. I think I've read about this too, that I really do believe college football should consider expanding the teams, the amount of teams in the playoffs. Because right now you only have four teams that you pick from. And it's very tough because the college football committee probably looks at a game or two between the top like five, six teams and they go, well, that team there did pretty good. That team had a decent game against this team. Let's kick, let's boot them out and bring this team in and let these four teams go at it. And as a fan of college football, I would want to see the NCAA committee at least consider expanding the teams to possibly six, maybe eight Maybe extend the season out a little bit for college football. Because, I mean, hey, these football players for college football, they have a good off-season period. Now, most of them probably, you know, still keep themselves in good condition. They probably do a lot of cardio. They probably eat the right things to keep their body in tip-top shape. But college football is just like the NFL off-season. You have a good period of off of off time before you get back to going and doing things. So if I was the NCAA committee, I would consider, I would possibly consider maybe making it six, eight teams, possibly 10. Why not 10 teams? I don't know how good it would do for the game, but hey, you could possibly do six, eight, maybe ten. And looking at Texas' schedule, the remaining schedule they have, they play Baylor next week on ESPN. Then they go to Oklahoma State. They're, they have a home game against West Virginia, which would be very crucial. Then they're at Texas Tech. They're home against Iowa State, and they finish off at Kansas. This is going to be a... A very, I won't say it's going to be hard for Texas, but it's going to be possibly very hard for Texas to to get into the college football playoffs. But I do think they it can be done. And I'm reading this right here from Seth Walter, who's an ESPN analyst. 
He said, after losing to Texas in the Red River Showdown, Oklahoma's percentage, and I did hear this yesterday after the game, Oklahoma's percentage to reach the playoffs went down to 14%. And according to ESPN's playoff predictor, they entered that game going into the game yesterday with a 34% chance to make it. And, and I have to agree, that game was an absolute, absolute thriller. And I'm just, I'm excited as all can be because I have a feeling that, hey, maybe Texas football is back. Maybe they are back. And I hope they are. I really hope they are. And what a way to finish, what a way to start your conference play by winning three in a row. You beat TCU. You beat Kansas State, who they had not beaten since 2002. And, hey, you beat Oklahoma yesterday. Very good. I'm very proud of you, Texas. I'm proud because not only am I a fan, but I'm proud of, I'm just proud of you guys. You guys made me, my, you guys made my Saturday fantastic. And I can't thank you guys anymore. I heard something the other day from, Matthew from the Man Isaiah podcast that he had the Atlanta Braves beating the Red Sox three to one in the World Series. Now, well, I should say he had the Braves beating the Red Sox in the World Series, but right now, the way it looks. I have a good feeling Atlanta is going to get swept tonight by the by the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I tweeted this out the other day after the first game between the Dodgers and the Braves that Atlanta just has so much inexperience on that roster when it comes to the playoffs that they probably are not they're they're truly getting a feeling of how October is. And For a guy like Freddie Freeman, who this is his third postseason appearance, who has been through all the years of the rebuilding with the 90-plus losses seasons, I am still proud to be an Atlanta Braves fan. You're down down 2-0 in this best of five. Obviously, the only way Atlanta is going to win is the obvious. They have to win three straight. They got to take this all, all the way to five games. I, I wish Atlanta would win. I really want to see Atlanta win the World Series, but I don't think it's their time this year. The Rockies are down two to nothing to the Brewers. That the Brewers to me are a surprise team. They really are. Because I don't think a lot of people expect I and really I did not expect Milwaukee to compete like that all season long in the central because I think a lot of people said well, it's going to most likely be the Chicago Cubs winning that division by a far margin. But you had the Cubs, the Brewers, and the Cardinals that were in that, just really were in the race for that central division leading up to near the end of the regular season. Now, the Cardinals ended up losing their opportunity to get a playoff spot, but the Cardinals are always a team that competes. And the Rockies, they surprised me even because I think a lot of people as well, 
You look at the National League West and you say, oh, well, the Dodgers, they've won five in a row. They should easily get six. But the Rockies said, we're not going to make it as easy, even though the Dodgers obviously did win their sixth National League West pennant in a row. Hey, I'm still proud that the Rockies fought through, and hopefully the Rockies can pull through in this series. And the Cleveland Indians, they're also down two games to none against the defending World Series champs, Houston Asteroids. Francisco Lindor hit a home run yesterday, but it did not do much as the Houston Asteroids won. And now they're up two games to nothing. And the Red Sox and Yankees are tied 1-1. It's going to be very fun to see what happens as the two National League Division Series games happen tonight. So tune into that. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today to the Let's Talk Sports Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Carl Mailer, where we talk all things sports.